guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of One Day at a Time. It's your girl. I forgot my name for a second, but you know who I am. And today I'm recording another episode. And I wanted to talk about something that happens to me quite often and something that I'm still kind of on the verge of figuring out like the correct solution for or figuring out how to get out of it. And that is getting out of a funk. So a funk that I'm going to describe it uh, pretty loosely is kind of when you feel pretty unmotivated, demotivated, lazy, you're procrastinating a lot, you don't want to do things, you don't have the enthusiasm and the motivation to keep pushing through stuff, keep doing things, you're just kind of in this weird mood and you don't understand why you feel this way. And for me, these funks usually last like a couple of days, it could also last longer than a couple of days. But I know for a fact that every couple of weeks, I tend to get into these zones where I just feel down for no reason at all. And it's not like I'm sad. It's just that I just don't feel like I have the strength to do things. I don't have the strength to get up, conquer the world, do all the fun, big things that I plan for myself. And I just end up staying in my bed and doing absolutely nothing. So I wanted to talk about you know, what I think triggers these funks for me, how I think I get out of them, what helps, what doesn't help. And if you kind of go through these similar like feelings or these similar phases, maybe this will be helpful to you to just figure out or maybe get some new tips and tricks to get out of it on your own. But also it might really just help me if you guys let me know what you do when you're in zones like this. Because I do think that I'm definitely not the only one who feels kind of off all the time. So I want to start off and I want to tell you guys that I'm going to be roughly dividing this whole podcast into three sections. The first section is when I'm going to talk about what I think triggers these funks for me. The second section, I'm going to talk about things that I personally do that I've just kind of figured out on my own in the 21 years of existence on planet Earth that help me get out of the funk. These are not professional opinions. I'm not saying that This is just how you get out of a bad mood. I'm just saying this is what works for me. And the last section, I have Googled a little bit and researched and found a couple of websites that tell you how to get out of this funk, tell you how to get out of these like zones that you get into when like nothing just seems fun anymore. So that's pretty much how this whole thing is going to be structured. So starting off with what I think triggers funks for me is I think it has a lot to do with the kind of person that I am. Now, going in depth into that, I'm the kind of person who strives on schedule. I strive on work. And that might sound like, you know, it kind of lingers towards the whole workaholic attitude of things. But it's a lot that has to do with me just getting on track. If I'm on track, I will stay on track. I tend to not get distracted. For example, if I have a day in which I have like two, three things planned out, I have, you know, a couple of places to be, a couple of things to do, meetings, etc. It helps me stay on track because if I'm up and moving and doing things, I find it very easy to focus on like my own work or focus on my long term goals in the few hours that I have between or, you know, something of that sort. I find it easier to focus and work and get my life together in like the couple of hours or three, four hours before or after I have to do things or when I'm already, you know, in the whole process of like living instead of if I was given like six hours in a stretch where I had nothing to do, nowhere to be and just work, I will find myself not utilizing them properly. 
and again i think this is a very personal thing because i do know a lot of people who get really like invigorated and recuperated every time they have a rest day every time they have like a self care day and i've tried those before but honestly they are they are more detrimental to the way that i live my life rather than them helping me so for example this is just a very generalized example i tend to feel like i'm in a funk on the weekends and it's because every weekday i have places to be i have classes to be people to meet you know things to do because i always have at least a couple of classes that i have every single day i've tried to make sure that i have at least one or maybe two classes in a day because i knew for a fact that if i had no classes in a day i would wake up at 2 pm not do anything chill around lounge around and by the time 6 or 7 pm rolled around i would start feeling demotivated because i feel like i would have you know wasted my day and not been productive and if i'm getting in that zone where i feel like i haven't done anything productive i just i put myself in a loop for that i tend to just be so harsh on myself basically my mind will be yelling at itself telling itself that it's you know useless worthless because it hasn't done anything detrimental that day it hasn't done anything of value that day now again this is kind of correlating to the fact that i will strive if i have things to do which is why i feel like i'm more productive on the weekdays when i already have classes to attend i already have people to meet and places to go rather than if you know it's a week weekend where i can wake up at any time and i have nowhere to be and i just kind of have the whole day to myself i tend to you know use that day less which is why in college the biggest advice that i can give anyone if anyone even cares about the advice that i have to give is the couple of hours that you have between classes are going to be your most productive hours for me at least it might not be that for you but the hours that i have between like things that i have to really really be at are the hours that i'm already on the go that i have to be again on the go in a couple of hours so i'm not really getting back in the whole resting mind state so i tend to kind of be in the zone of just walking 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 and then walking 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 more when i have the next you know social obligation to be a part of so weekends holidays days that i don't have anything to do days that i don't have classes in the morning now again one of my biggest pet peeves about myself or one of my biggest like flaws that i think i would like to improve on is the fact that i can't wake up if i don't have anywhere to be so if i don't have classes i can't wake up you know just to get my work started or just to get my day started i will sleep until i have to get up for something you know like a social obligation of some sort which is why if i have classes that start after 2 i find myself wasting that day because i even if i slept at like 10 pm the night before i won't wake up till like 1 or 1:30 even though i have gotten enough rest i have you know i am well rested i could wake up earlier and get my day started and do some work but no the only time i physically wake up is if i really have to be somewhere and that's the reason i like prefer to have my classes in the morning or at least have some classes in the morning so that i can get up and get going and that really really helps me be in the zone because if i have a class at 9 o- 9 o'clock in the morning i will wake up at 8 and go to class because i no way in hell am i waking up like 3 hours before i have to be somewhere so i will wake up right before i have to go to class but after my class ends that's when i realize that it's 10 pm i've already 10 am i've already gotten some stuff done for the day and i have like 3 4 hours before my next class that's when i would be super productive but if i just had class at like 2 or 3 pm i won't wake up till 1 so i end up wasting that entire morning and this whole like 
not being able to wake up before I have to actually be somewhere thing is detrimental to me. It doesn't help. It genuinely infuriates me in the morning. But I have found ways that I can get up on that or like catch up about that. And I think those are one of the biggest triggers that I have. If I haven't done anything productive by like 12 p.m., I don't feel like I'm going to be productive for the rest of the day. And I'm not the kind of person who like strives if I'm putting myself in pressure. If I put myself in pressure, I'm very harsh on myself. And then I just made make myself feel really bad. And then I can't pr- be productive. I can't work on my long-term goals. And all of these things that I really want to work on, all of the things that I really want to do, a lot of them are long-term goals. A lot of them are things that I don't have to submit in the next week or the next month. Those are things that are like my personal goals things that aren't really due for months, things that are bigger, bigger projects. Those are the projects that I feel myself always cutting back on because when it comes to the deadlines, if I have something due like in a couple of days, I know for a fact that like if push comes to shove, I will be submitting my assignment or I will be finishing up whatever deadline I have to finish. But it's always the long-term goals that I feel like always get affected in moods like this or during days like this. Because if I'm in a funk, I can get my deadlines finished. I can get my projects uploaded. I can do all of those things. But the things that I find myself lacking in are my long-term goals, my personal goals, or things which don't really have deadlines. Those are the things which get affected the most. And which is why I have figured out just a way that I can get out of a funk. So I'm going to talk about that in my next section. All right. So I still don't have a foolproof, like, method or a foolproof schedule that helps me get out of a funk but I know for a fact that I do know some tips and tricks like I have some tricks up my sleeve that will help that do help me so they might help you get out of those funks and if you're like me if you're a super type a person if you're a super just go 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 be here do that be here do that person if you can't sit still this will work for you but if you're more of a person who does well when you have like seven hours of like nothingness which honestly I could never but if you're the kind of person if that's the kind of environment you work best in I don't think these tips and tricks are really going to help you but you have to realize the things which help you are maybe getting like a complete day off and taking like a vacation I know people when they go on vacation they re-energize they're just like a new person they have so much enthusiasm and energy to do things but if I'm you know out of a vacation like fresh out of a vacation I need three days to get back in the zone of like work and it's not because I love vacationing it's because I'm out of the schedule I am a person of schedule I like habit and I find it really hard to maintain habits in college because college is pretty unpredictable you know for most part it is pretty predictable like you do have some classes slotted for some days but things like random assignments random moods or random just physical factors always affect how your day is gonna go which is why I you know when I go on vacation your entire schedule is messed up your entire habit is messed up so coming back to it takes me a couple of days so I could never be the kind of person who does well when I take a self-care day or if I take like a vacation day or an off day if I want to get productive I have to force myself to work and then I will get productive and I will do good work so the very first tip that I have that works for me is This is going to sound really dumb, but it is getting out of my room. 
if I have a weekend where I have nowhere to be, I won't go anywhere and I'm just going to stay in my room all day, which can be pretty, pretty bad for me because if I'm cooped up in my room all day, I will be cranky by the time it's 5pm and I won't get work done. And it's because when you're in a room, first of all, the environment around you is stagnant. You're not doing anything different. You're not moving around. You're not the only environment you have are the same like room that you were in since you woke up till the day that till the time you were going to go back to sleep. And also this is true for, I guess, most rooms is when you're in a room, you don't have like a concept of time. You don't understand if it's daytime, morning, nighttime. I mean, you can understand it if you have like windows, but for the most part, the, the whole like lighting and the whole, the whole like zone or the feel or the vibe of your room is pretty much going to stay constant if it's 3am at night or 3pm in the daytime. But you know, on the hindsight of it, if you were outside, just, you know, walking around, you know, for a fact that in the morning, it's like a different temperature, it's a different like vibe, then it gets breezy, then it might get hot and it might rain, then it's going to be like the evening time. And then the sun's going to set, you know, all of those things happen. Those changes are what give you like a sense of yes, time is progressing things are happening, I should also be progressing and doing things. So when the first and the biggest tip I have is if you feel like you're in a funk, get, I always do this, I get up, I will get ready, take a bath, like put on like a nice outfit. This always helps me even if I'm not meeting anyone. I will try though, to get like someone to meet me and I won't meet a friend that I haven't met in a long time. I won't meet anybody that that you know, takes up a lot of physical energy to meet. I will meet someone that is chill, someone that, you know, I know that I can just hang out with without having to have this pressure of always going to make conversation. So I will hang out with someone that I'm pretty close to, someone I'm pretty comfortable with. I will wear like a nice outfit. I will, you know, you know, maybe put on some nice jewelry, put on some makeup, just make myself feel good, make myself feel nice and, you know, pretty looking and presentable and cute and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that you need makeup to look pretty. I have gone out and attended classes and barely any makeup and I've done all of that stuff. But it makes me feel really good about myself if I'm very put together. So I do that and I will, if I don't have anybody else to meet, just by myself, go out and do something. That could be, I literally like to go and walk all the way to a coffee shop, get myself coffee and come back. What it does is it first gets me out of my room. Second, it gives me a change of environment because I'm actually moving out and doing things. It gets some food in my system. Coffee always helps energize me. That's always a plus point. And when you go out, you run into people, you see people doing things. It always puts me in the zone of like motivation and excitement. And then when you come back, you're kind of refreshed. You feel better about yourself, which is another reason why. And I kind of move on to my second point of something that really, really helps me is going to the library. And every time I feel like I'm in a funk, I will you know, grab my laptop, grab like a couple of things that I can do and just go to the library. And I wasn't able to do that a lot before because my laptop sucked and my phone sucked. So it always needed to be like charged. But since I like have a new laptop and a new phone now, they they stay charged for a really long time, which is pretty great for me, which means that at any point of the day, I can get up and go to the library and work on my phone and my laptop without the fear of them running out of charge. And yes, I can charge them in the library that is definitely a thing, but you don't always get, you know, a seat in the library, at least in my college, where you can have a charging port near you. And I don't like to sit in big tables with everyone because it's noisy. I like to sit in like a separate cubicle by myself. 
And a lot of the times I have gone to the library and like taken a cubicle, sat in them and just watched a TV show for like half an hour and then gotten done with work if I don't feel, you know, that I'm not ready enough to get into work yet. But I know for a fact that changing my environment and going to the library always helps. And the library is not a productive place for a lot of people. I know people personally who just cannot focus in the library. It's too restrictive for them. It's too stringent. But for me personally... I love studying at the library. I love working at the library. I love hanging out at the library. The only reason why I hate my library is because I can't eat food there. So if I want to get food, I have to come back to my room, get food and then go back, which is pretty strenuous and I don't always like to do that. So if I'm going to the library, I like to plan it out in a way that I get to spend a couple of hours at the library before I get back to my room and eat food or like before I think I will feel hungry or I eat a little bit or like take an energy bar or something then go to the library. So I'm good for like three hours straight in the library. And I always end up getting a lot of work done. Because when I'm in my room, it is pretty distracting because you have your bed near you. Like at any point, even if you feel 1% like tired, your bed is right there where you can just go and sleep. When you're in your room, you're in your pajamas, you're in comfy clothes. And comfy clothes equals comfort. So if you're feeling too comfortable, you're not going to be able to work. Which is why if I'm in the library, I'm wearing you know, outside clothes, I'm wearing jeans, I'm wearing like a nice shirt, like I have my hair, you know, done up and I I feel like I have to, you know, not like I can't laze around in the library, I can't lie down, I can't take a nap, I have to be there for the next three, four hours. And because I plan it out in a way that I can't really go back for the next few hours, I know for a fact that the three hours that I'm there or the couple hours that I'm there, I will get work done without distraction. So it's easier for my brain to focus because my brain just is at 1000 places at once I find it hard to focus on something unless it's the only thing in my vision so if I'm in my room I can see 100 things that are wrong that I can fix I can take a nap I can clean my closet I can wash my dishes or you know I can just try out random clothes and have a fashion show all by myself there are so many things that I could possibly do when I'm just chilling in my room that I just cannot focus there which is why studying in the library is great for me but that is subjective if I find a nice empty cubicle where no one's going to disturb me for a couple of hours instead of sitting on those long communal tables. Those are just not for me. They work for, for some people, but they just don't work for me. My library is noisy. People come in the library to have meetings together. So they just sit like 20 people on a table and just talk. It's way too distracting. And if 20 people are sitting on a table and talking, you know for a fact these bitches are going to be loud. <laughs> you can't hear one person if there are 20 people sitting on the table. So they're usually screaming, laughing. Just It's a mess. It's a big pile of mess. All right. So the third thing that I really, really like to do, and this is weird, but I, whenever I'm feeling like I'm in a funk, I like to just um, like listen to something that will motivate me. It's usually a podcast. Now, I have different kind of podcasts that I like to listen to at different times. But I have a couple of podcasts that really motivate me, that really just get me going, that get me started. So one of those podcasts that just really genuinely motivate me is uh, uh, it's called The Happy Times. It's by Joey Kidney. I will link it, but you can find it on Spotify or you can find it on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to it. The Happy Times by Joey Kidney. He always motivates you and he has these um, podcasts specifically. You will find them if you check his like podcast page out. And it's called like, listen to this if you're feeling not good enough. Listen to this if you want motivation. Listen to this if you're in a funk. Listen to this if you feel sad. So I will pick up like some of those and listen to them 
or I will listen to a podcast in which someone is interviewing someone successful because those always motivate me because those are the ones in which I hear stories of people who've done something like really passionate or something really good with their lives and they talk about their journey they talk about how they got there they talk about their hardships they talk about the struggles that they had you know before they got successful and those always tend to motivate me so a couple of podcasts which talk about that there are actually millions of podcasts out there which have like a interview style of things most of the podcasts that I listen to are interview podcasts kind of things so I will usually listen to them if they have like a like a girl boss or someone who is the interviewee because it's just really fun to hear like badass women just do badass things that's just I it just gets me in the zone for it like I'm ready to listen to like guys who are successful but when it's girls who are successful who have their own companies who have their own clothing brands it is just incredibly empowering for me and I enjoy it more than just men having their own companies this is not supposed to be sexist this is just how what I like to hear so if you like to listen to girl bosses being girl bosses there is there's a podcast called the real real by natalie barbu i will link that as well there's one called um what we said by uh, chelsea and jc who are my favorite instagrammers by the way even they have a cup bunch of episodes in which they're they're interviewing people in case you guys want to listen to it what other podcasts are there the, there's a podcast by Katie. It's called Thick and Thin by Katie Bellotti. Those are the podcasts I listen to if I'm kind of feeling sad. So they don't really usually get me out of the rut, but they will help me feel better about myself from feeling sad because she is pretty uplifting. She is pretty like good with her words. So I like listening to Katie if I just feel sad and if I feel like I don't feel like I'm good enough. Those are the podcasts which just hit the spot in your heart. They just needed to be hit right at that moment. Um... Another podcast that really helps, well, I guess this is it. Yeah, I mentioned all the podcasts that I really, really like right now. So I will listen to a podcast. I will play some kind of video game on my phone, which gets me this instant reward and this instant gratification. So if you're playing like a video game or something and you win, you get this instant reward. Like you played a game, you won a prize or you won diamonds or you won, I don't know, cash in the game or whatever. And when I get a lot of this instant gratification, I kind of want more of it. And so after a while, I'll stop playing the video game, but I'll crave that instant gratification, which is why I will work. It's weird, but it kind of works. It's it's kind of like me playing psychological mindfare with my own head. Like I'm psychologically controlling my head. I have to do that a lot. Like I sometimes feel like my mind and my body are just different entities and I have to like control each one separately. So my mind controls my body and then my body controls my mind. So it's it's really hard for me to, I feel personally, get in harmony with my mind and my body. But when I do, that's when I'm the most productive. Another thing that I really like to do if I'm feeling like I'm in a funk is clean. So I will put on a podcast, one of the podcasts that I talked about, and I will clean. So I always have stuff I can clean. I always have stuff I can organize, even if it means getting, going to my desk and just cleaning it all out once and just like wiping it down. It really helps if I if my environment is, um, you know, like organized. I also really, really thrive on organization and like structure. So if I'm feeling like I'm in a funk, I will clean out like my closet a little bit or I'll clean out my desk or I'll remake my bed it really helps to just get my mind back in the whole zone of just getting my life together. And then I find it easier to sit down and study. So I guess those were all of the things that I can think of at the moment, which helped me get out of the funk. So now I'm going to move on and talk about things that you can do that I found online to get out of a funk.
So I'm going to go on this website. It's called andweareherenet. So the first tip that they have is to check your biological balance, which means take an inventory of yourself. Are you going to bed at a decent hour? Are you eating well? Could you be vitamin D deficient? Which means, have you seen the sun lately? Are you stressing out too much? Are you not eating enough? Second is to do time with the issues. Now that doesn't really make sense, but what it means to say is that as much as we would like to be able to simply, like you know, just transcend our worst mental and emotional struggles, you have to acknowledge them. You have to, you know, live through them, and then. take a look into what's stressing you out give it your attention and then move through it ignoring your issues and problems and worries is just going to pile them on for you for a later date so you know help your future self out and just acknowledge all the problems that you have you can journal you can create something which means you can dance or create art or paint or write just channel your energy in a positive way if you are feeling sad or angry and just out of the loop you have to or you can channel it in a way that it is productive so whenever i'm feeling sad i try to like uh structure out like a new podcast idea or research like conspiracy theories or like stuff i can talk about in the next episode i don't really record when i'm sad but i will research about it and i will do like the technical jargon that i have to do to get my energy like challenged channeled in a way that's better um another tip that you can do is to do body work which means that uh you can do like massage or go on a walk or like work out i don't personally work out but taking a walk helps and getting a massage also really helps there are epsom salts you can have a hot bath a hot bath also helps like taking just a shower or a bath really just makes you feel clean and ready and good to go give to others you can have kindness you know gratitude pay for someone's meal do something better that makes you feel like you know good about yourself go outside move your body and you can also as they say play just like go out have fun you know go out with your friends and have like lunch with them or coffee with them go play a game exercise etc try something new try something that like really puts your mind you know challenges your mind so you have to like you know try like a new hobby out or try like a new video game which is the easiest way that i think it can stimulate your brain into something new that's something that you haven't done before and it resets your head a little bit set small goals for yourself if you have a lot of you know things on your to do list pick the easiest one the smallest one so you feel like you're actually getting stuff done and then once you feel like you're in the rut for it go to the bigger and the more complex goals remind yourself that you've come really far and you deserve to take a day off if you feel really really out of it but you have to understand when your body has had enough rest and then get yourself out of it plan something fun shop online this helps me a lot is whenever i feel like i'm in a funk i will order something on amazon it could be really small it could be really tiny like a phone case or you know a, like a shampoo or something and then the couple of days that it takes for it to deliver to your house is you know it gets me out of the funk just the anticipation of getting something new in the mail put on music and dance it out get outside you know get in tune with nature and all those things these are pretty you know generalized tips that all the websites tell tell you to do make someone else's day go do something nice for someone else go outside you know buy coffee for you and a friend of yours and then just go give them coffee or like a coworker just you can help them with something and another big tip is to avoid the four c's the four c's are comparing competing criticizing and complaining and honestly those are the four things which always trigger me as well avoid the four c's don't compare compete criticize or complain 
just like i will repeat this one more time because it's that important avoid the four c's comparing competing criticizing and complaining and i guess those are all the generalized tips that i found on the internet it really helps me and i know for a fact that it will help you as well so those will that would be it for today thank you so much for listening i hope you had a good day i hope you found some tips that help you get out of a bad mood and if you like this episode make sure to rate it on apple podcasts also if you are listening to this and you have some tips or you have some suggestions or future podcast ideas or you just want to you know let me know how you felt go to the podcast instagram it will be linked in the episode notes it's called one day at a time pod and let me know how you feel also you can follow my personal instagram which is also going to be linked in the show notes and i think that's all the plugging of social media that i need to do and i hope you really enjoy this episode i hope you get out of your funk i hope you go and seize the day carpe diem and whatever and i will see you in the next episode bye